Repeat, this is a case of intervention from any nearby imperial assets. This is the Remembrancer vessel, Vox Castian, and we are in dire need of assistance. Our ship has been attacked by unknown assailants who bear imperial markings and clowns. Coordinates are as follows. 692-138-2174 Van Dragon Sector, Segmentium Tempestus. We are being attacked by unknown assailants. They bear imperial markings. Please help us. We are remembrance of the vessel. We are a remembrance of the vessel. The Emperor protects. This message shall repeat. The Emperor protects. This message shall Welcome to the Galaxy in Flames podcast. Hi there, and welcome to the Galaxy in Flames podcast, a, a horse heresy thing. Um, I am one of your co-hosts, Steve Saunders, and uh, Simon, hey man, how's it going? Good, Steve. How are you doing, man? Good, good. Simon Berman in the house. That's, that's me. I am, uh, how am I doing? I am very tired because we've been re renovating our living room, which means why I have played no games of anything or even painted a miniature in weeks and it is making me insane. Oh, that's brutal. And plus with the heat in your area, like... Yeah, there was a heat wave while we were painting the living room, so I don't recommend that either. Yeah, I don't, I don't, we, we didn't get much of a heat wave here in Victoria. I mean, it's a heat wave for Victoria, so for like American temperatures, it was like 80 degrees, like, oh no... I mean, it wasn't terrible here, but, you know, mid-90s is miserable. It's not like anybody's in the air conditioning. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and elsewhere on the island, like, we're in, like, a really nice area of Victoria, like, the for weather. But, like, the rest of the island was, like, brutal. Yeah. And uh, Lisa's not on fire in our next of the woods, so. Well, we had some smoke. Yeah, yeah. We're it, was, it, was, it was smoky all weekend, but, no, the fire was far away. But, uh, you know, fire season is here, which is an exciting new part of living in the Northwest is, is the yearly arrival of fire season in late August through sometimes late October. Yeah, man, like when I was younger, uh, I, I would, you know, when you think about the future, you're thinking like Blade Runner, everything's going to be rainy and everyone's going to have like clear umbrellas and it's all shitty. And then instead, it's like I live in a, a constant, it's fire season. That's something I didn't really think about as a teenager, but here we are. Here we are. Fire yeah. season again. So, yeah. Love it. The best, but uh, yeah, sadly, because of that, I haven't actually played any games or painted minis, and uh, I really want to, but um, not too much to report on that individual for me, I'm afraid. I uh, I haven't really done too much myself. I've done uh, some terrain out of like old oh, jars and stuff like that, like I've uh, and other other little knickknacks. Like, I, I I have a whole box of like you know, the, the skulls box that you can buy, and it's been yeah, sitting yeah. on my shelf gathering dust for. I think years now, a couple years, maybe a year or two. And I like I could, you know, just add a skull. It's very Warhammer. It's like, oh, this is an old like instant coffee thing that's been painted up and converted into like a tower. Sure. Awesome. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah that's the good skulls. stuff. And then skulls on it. So um and there oh sorry. There we go. Sorry, my, my internet. I almost disconnected myself. Um so yeah. Um you did a hell of a Night Lords list, though. That was cool. Oh, you, you, want, you want to talk about that for our, our starter series? Uh, it, 
up to you, my friend. Like I'm, 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 I'm down. Like uh, I mean, I think the only the only other Harris games I personally, I guess I'm reading. Um, I finished uh, finished two books actually. I finished um, Path of Heaven, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. book thirty six, I think. Uh, Chris Rate, all the all the White Scars versus um, largely uh, Emperor's Children, and I guess maybe we should a little spoiler alert. Do we need, we should get a spoiler alert sound to play? Oh, I'll, I'll throw one in. I, yeah. I, I like remind me of this so I can throw in a, a spoiler alert sound. Like I really yeah, did. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this for a couple minutes, I guess. But yeah, I, I really liked um, Path of Heaven. Uh, mm -hmm. Chris Raid, I think, is the author, and you know, it's funny. The White Scars are not a, a legion I've ever been particularly interested in, but Chris Raid's uh, it's the second one of his novels, like called short stories. I really like what he does them. They're a lot of fun. They're really engaging. Um, it was it was cool. Um, nice. And I really like the way he wrote The Emperor's Children. Um, they may be my favorite Emperor's Children writing I've read in the, the Heresy series so far. They're really gnarly in that. Um, you know, they're kind of like on the brink of becoming completely, you know, demon-infested scumbags. But um, really good writing and that, a lot of fun. Um, just, just a good novel. And, you know, the, the middle novels of the Heresy series have been, I will, I have to admit, they have been a kind of a drag in some places. Um, but it's, it's kind of getting, I feel like... Around now, I think there must have been a writing meeting. They're like, "Okay, we gotta start getting everybody to Terra. We gotta, we gotta start wrapping this thing up. We got another twenty books to do it, but we gotta start working on it." Because um, it kind of feels like, like you know, stuff, stuff's starting to happen again. Haven't haven't the Horus Heresy novels been published longer than the actual Horus Heresy takes place? Uh, yeah, by a, maybe twice as long as the Heresy is only seven years. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, Heresy novels first was what two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh, yeah, there. you're right. You're right. Oh, that's the worst so part about being middle aged. Everything seems yeah. like two thousand eight was last year, right? So, oh yeah, like that's wow. Like yeah. that's like yeah. But let's 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 wrap it up. My 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 dad was actually talking about because he's been reading some of the Horace Heresy novels. My dad's like eighty six years old, big forty k dude, and he likes thirty k. And he was saying that you know like I hope they finish this up before I die. <laughs> it's getting old games workshop come on they, yeah. they they just have one more book to go yeah yeah he's pretty he's been so, doing the audiobooks yeah and so. and in the death volume three has been announced i think sometime next year so that's 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 you know the wrap up of the main story i'm sure they're gonna they're gonna keep making horace heresy novels and short stories for, until they, you know, they go out of business but uh yeah the main the main thrust will be over next year i'm hoping to get caught up before then i've only got uh i'm on book 38 now so whew. 26 more books to go something like that but you know we're getting there you you are a mensch sir i <laughs> I, gave, I gave up i'm like no like it's it's just like you know i i love the lore and i'll watch video overviews on it or read you know like wikis on it and read bits of the books or whatever um but i think about flight of the eisenstein is where i didn't like, give up i just stopped i had various book reasons three. <laughs> yeah, like three. Yeah. And, and I never, I never got back to it. Then I picked up, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember what it was, but I picked up another. I picked up a short story collection of the Horse Heresy and read. I don't really read a lot of non uh, historical nonfiction. So I don't, I don't read a lot of books that aren't historical nonfiction or research. Um, although I've been making my way through some old Warhammer fantasy books, like the Bruder, the Bruder stuff series and stuff like that. But I don't read a lot of. Uh, books it's um not as much as i used to where i used to rip like sure. four books a week yeah so um it's actually my favorite activity uh when i worked nightclubs if i had any time where i had to sit there and cover for somebody on the door or whatever uh-huh like giving them a break i would read read warhammer yeah yeah, yeah so 
But uh, yeah, no, I finished Path of Heaven, which was pretty good. Um, and then I read uh, the next one was a short story um, collect or anthology, The Silent War, which is actually one of the better anthologies I've read. It was a lot of fun because it's all sort of uh, secret battles and spies and so forth, all Malkador the Sigilites plans and stuff. And uh, that was actually a really nice, really good breath of fresh air because it was less, you know, uh, you know, two armies fighting over a planet or whatever, and you know, lots of just like espionage and and double dealings and some you know micro views of some various stuff some cool stories in there so I, I really enjoyed that oh that's fantastic yeah i tore through that in a couple in like three days um anyway, I, I love the anthologies too because like you know you can always sit down and make time for a short story you know there's there's one yeah. novella which was like 100 pages but the rest of them are like you know 10 to 35 pages you can just kind of burn through them real fast and you know if you get one you don't like it's over fast enough that's true. That's true. I, 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 I do have that problem. I don't give up on stories. Like, once I start, I have to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I, I, uh, Silent War, that's a great collection. really like that one. Would recommend that one. And then... I, I will pick that up. And then I started the next book, which is Angels of Caliban, um, Gav Thorpe. Mm. And uh, He's the good. funny part was, I, 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 that just happened to be the next book, and then I started that two nights ago. And then yesterday, I interviewed Gav Thorpe along with Andy Chambers for my other podcast, Brush World Union, for their new game coming up called Zeogenesis, which is not heresy-related at all. But, uh, you know, Gav has written a bunch of heresy novels and stuff, so it was kind of funny to, like, get him on my podcast and be like, I just started reading one of your books last night. I hear he's a cool guy. Super um, cool guy. Yeah, him and Andy are, are great dudes. Um, and Danny Block is also involved with that game. All three of them are, are very cool. Man, I am envious. I would have loved to have spoken to them. That's great. That's, uh... Fantastic! Like, um, I'm trying to think, what's uh, Gav Thorpe? Right, uh, he did the Last Chancers novels, right? Like, those were. I think so. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for the Dirty Dozen. I kind of wish uh -huh. there was a Boris Heresy Dirty Dozen. If there is, somebody please tell me. There cause... sort of was. Um, the Outcast Dead was like that's like book 15, 16, somewhere in there. I actually people hate that book. I liked it. I thought it was kind of fun. It's like a jailbreak on Terra from a bunch of uh, uh, traitor marines. Ooh. Okay. Like they don't know that they're, they're traitor marines because you know they happen to be on Earth when their uh, their legions went traitor, but none of them are actually traitors. Mostly, right, right. That's uh, I think I've I've heard. It. I, the, I forget. The, I, yeah, uh, the Crusade host or something like that. But anyway, yeah, it, it's kind of fun. You know, um, I think a lot of people didn't like because it, it isn't a big space marine battle book, um, and it's kind of weird. But I liked it. I thought that was a fun novel. Yeah, I, I, I. That's actually I will I will put that on the list because I I really would like to read something like that uh, uh, the space marine battle books i remember flipping through a couple of the the sta stocks to bog standard ones and no shade is meant on the authors like i've done work for hire stuff and sure you try to work in your own stuff in in your stories or scripts or whatever but it yeah like it's just like space marine smash faces you know like it's pretty much it, it it's for like a they're really good like if you want to get your teenager into reading books, like I know that my sons have read a couple of those books, like you know, yeah, yeah. Race Marines fight orcs, like it's pretty, you know, but they're not exactly I would call high literature, or, right? Or even like say Fifteen Hours, which has its own like All Quiet on the Western Front vibe, sure. um, but is still a Warhammer book. It, so yeah, it's. But man, like, if there's anything that's like a Dirty Dozen, like, you know, because like Black Hearts, Last Chancers, I'm a sucker for all should, of it. So. You should also read Nemesis. That's about the, uh, it's a bunch of um, Imperial assassins sent to assassinate Horus. That's like also like in that early, like, book 14, Ooh. 15. Somewhere. That one's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've heard there, was about actually, that, yeah. 
there was a follow-up to that, another, a short story that's kind of a, a, a an epilogue to that that uh, was in not the most recent anthology I wrote, but maybe two before that, which I think is, oh, what is it, Eye of Terra? Maybe that's the one? I'll, I'll find it after next episode, but yeah, that one's, there's a pretty cool like little coda to that story, which I liked. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought Nemesis and um, the, the Outcast Dead were fun, because they were, they, were so, they were different perspectives. What I actually really liked about the Outcast Dead was it gets into like, how weird the Imperium is. Um, you know, it, 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 it kind of delves into the history of, like, the, um, the Thunder Warriors and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I don't know, I liked it. People seem to really dislike them, but I thought it was one of the better ones. Um, I thought it was just, you know, a fun change of pace. Um, but, uh, actually, that's the thing I liked about the, the, uh, the Silent War anthology. It got, it got a lot into, like, the weird secrets and stuff with, you know, um, the Dark Angels and with, um, the, uh, the Unification Wars and all that stuff, so I thought that was a fun series, but uh, yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm enjoying Angels of Caliban so far, which is more than I can say for the first, uh, I guess there was one other by, I, man, I, Descent of Angels is not a book that I, I enjoyed. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's cool, it's got good Dark Angels action, which is fun, because they're, they're my Loyalist Legion, and, uh, yeah, it's been good. Nice. You know, the Dark Angels, I really liked, I really liked how they've developed the Dark Angels over, over the years, um, like since since you know they first showed up um and the thing is like you mentioned the white scars earlier and there's a chapter that or, or legion in this case but like chapter slash legion that hasn't been you know like until recent years and by that i mean in the last 10 years uh hasn't really fleshed out was never really fleshed out they were just like mongols on bikes which of course there is a motorcycle club called the mongols i believe and so that's the that's the joke because everything in 40k is a joke just anybody listening doesn't realize that that's it's all a joke was all a joke it's a little more serious now but like the, the point is the white scars weren't really ever i always thought they were pretty cool but they they didn't really have much of a yeah presence in the universe as compared to like say the ultramarines or you know the sons of horus or or the emperor's children or whatever or the yellow dudes um uh, and, and or even like the crimson fists like like the white scars are an original legion and the crimson fists get more in, in the black templars get more play it seems so i could be wrong now i mean there's but there's probably all kinds of white scar action going on but they always seem more ignored like them in the raven guard and the i feel Iron like one, i feel like both of those all three of those get more more play in heresy than in, in main, mainline 40k. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, but they've they've all gotten some love, I think, in recent years. We only got so many legions to play with, right? So that that's the I guess a positive. There could be positivity and limitations, and you only have um, eighteen legions, well, right, to, to play with. So like, as opposed to like a multitude of thousand marine chapters. Um, spread out throughout the galaxy. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, we can do pretty much anything you want and come up with whatever for whatever book, etc. And lore, but um, I really like you know, like the fact there's only eighteen of them. So, um, and it's a big Space Marine slugfest. So you just pick which team you want. It's 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 football club forty k and I are thirty k, and I like it. I like it. So yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, it's more blood bowl than you think. Um, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so that's that's great. Like, okay, so I will have to pick that that book up. Uh, what was that again? Um, uh, Nemesis Outcast? is the Assassin's one, and Outcast Dead is the sort of Outcast like, Dead. Okay, kind of Dirty Dozen jailbreak. It's, it's I guess maybe it's, maybe it's more like yeah, I guess Dirty Dozen's pretty sort of accurate. 
Well, Dirty Dirty Dozen's collecting a bunch of criminals to do the greater good or do suicide missions. So it's, Suicide it's, Squad, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, not, not a one for one, but it's it's there for sure. It's in that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. In this case, they they aren't. I would assume they're not criminals themselves. They're only criminals because of what their legions have done. Well, I mean, they're space marines, so they've probably done some questionable things. Oh, oh yeah, I mean by the law of the same difference, right? <laughs> their war crimes are perfectly legal, Simon. Come on, like that's Almost perfectly done. fine. You can immolate Eldar children, and that's perfectly fine. You're yeah. still viewed as like the kindly one. So, it's, uh, I, I, I know what you're doing, Vulcan. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, space marines, everyone's favorite war criminals. But, but yeah, that's that's one. That's my only like, I guess my only like real um, engagement with the, with Horace Heresy stuff. Um, so mm -hmm. leading blogs, reading blogs, which uh, I guess brings us to the big news, which is that Legions Imperialis, which is supposed to be an August release, has been delayed. No, but okay, kind of saw it coming, but hey, how did you see it coming? Not, oh, just because I always assume things will get delayed. Oh. <laughs> it's it's not like I had some kind of like you know, <laughs> some kind of auger, you know. Like I'm like, oh, I can I can auger the future with my excellent auger I, device. I don't know if you had like some like 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 an like an inside source, but yeah. Uh, rumor is they said this coming up before the end of the year. My guess is October, November, somewhere there. I, mm -hmm. Frankly, I am deeply relieved because uh, I am trying to paint a gigantic 12 millimeter English Civil War parliamentarian army for my buddy Chris. Ooh, sick. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Pramus, by the way, name drop, name drop. Yeah, uh, yes, Chris Pramus, um, and uh, I really want to get that done before Legions Imperialis came out, and there was no way that was possibly going to happen in August. So if if it doesn't come out until December, I will be thrilled because I can just I can finish this whole thing, put it behind me, maybe do a couple other little things. Um, so I am a okay with the delay. Other people are not. Oh, I I can understand. I'm I'm and hey, if you're listening to this and you're like. I, I'm pissed that it's delayed. I'm I feel you. But my birthday's in September, so if it's released in September, happy birthday to me. So Yeah. <laughs> um and I'll probably actually paint them because they're very tiny. Um but like it, it does suck. Um I don't did they give a reason as to why they delayed it? No, I, I it's if if the if the delay is only like three or four months, it's a pretty safe bet it's because of a production issue. Yeah, you know, usually you can't you can't go back to print on a rule book in that kind of time span. Um, you know they're not going to recast a model in that kind of time span. You know it's it's generally something to do with like packaging, um, or you know a delay in some component being produced. You know like it could be you know because the, the starter yeah. box set which went along it, it's got plastic components but it also has the rule book. So you know there could be and I think they print I think they print the, their books in like Lithuania. Um, while they're manufacturing, the plastic manufacturing happens in England, and I believe the pro I believe the um, packaging gets manufactured in China. So if any one of those three things is held up, it puts the whole thing in in question, right? So that's right. Um, it's it's you know there's there's wild speculation. <laughs> my my two favorite one was one guy who was convinced and convinced some other people that uh, they had put in the the, the fl in the some of the setting material they had copied parts of the history of World War II about Rommel. And done a, a, a name change from Nazis to Imperial Fists or something to that effect, and they caught it at the last minute, and they had to go back to reprint it because they caught that, which is obviously nonsense if you have any idea how printing stuff works. Like if that was true, the game would be delayed for ten months. It's also insane and stupid. Oh, but like, like, I, I, like the, were they thinking it's like it's one of those like ipsum factum like. Latin 
placeholder. Yeah, or like they were actually trying to do fluff by switching out a ROM of Wikipedia entry. It, it's that it, it's unclear to me, but it's obviously nonsense. But people are so, uh, you know, it's it's wild. There was the reaction to Legion's Imperials being delayed. I've never seen anything like it. Um, you know, when a game gets delayed, people always lose their minds. That's just part of it. Right? People are disappointed, understandably. Mm -hmm. um, but the weird thing with this is that you know because. Imperialis has this whole existing, you know, um, fan-based Epic community that have been, you know, playing Epic for the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I think some of them feel kind of insecure about the fact that, you know, the game is coming out again, and it has yeah, it's, 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 I can, nothing to do with them, right? Um, I can understand. That's seven very angry people. Yeah. I mean, you know, Epic has a great community, um, and it's very cool they've been keeping the game alive for a long time. It does. Um, I'm a big Epic fan, by the way. I'm just yeah. talking around. Please, please save the hate mail. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, and you know, but I think part of the problem too is that people, people have they've, they've been they've been 3D printing stuff for that game forever now, mm -hmm. and they've been doing it based on the original Epic scale, which is a really wonky, tiny scale, and is not the same scale as the new Epic, which you know is this in scale that Titanic's models have now for five years now. And I think there's yeah. been a certain amount of like wishful thinking that like their old models were going to be scaled to the size of the new game. Um, which, if you've been looking at the Titanicus models, you've been able to tell for five years, is clearly not going to happen. It's eight oh. millimeter. It's been it's been explicitly said. I I knew this when because I remember. So at my real quick, I used to own a game store, and then we did like a little Vorpal Minis thing where we would do three D printings of various things that we designed or purchased, licensed, and we had terrain for Adeptus Titanicus. We were the only place in town you could buy terrain yeah, yeah. for Adeptus Titanicus. Uh, even Games Workshop didn't have a lot of it, so. It, it, we we scaled it for eight millimeter because it was eight <clears> millimeter, <throat> and people would still show up at my store and you know bless their hearts. They would argue that it should be six millimeter, and for the and I'm like, well, no. And if you're printing out epic guys yourself, then you should scale them up to eight millimeter to play with Adeptus Titanicus. That's eight millimeter, and they're like, no, it's not. Right. It's six millimeter. I'm like, no, yeah. they say it explicitly. Like that's they're. they're so yeah, to be to be weird. fair, what they actually said was not that it was eight millimeter scale. It was that in the scale of Titanicus, a space marine would be eight millimeters tall. Okay, but that's eight millimeter scale. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, right? But like, yeah, it's 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 much much bigger than than the size of a of a space marine um, for Epic, right? Which I think some of those got down to like maybe five millimeters in some cases, right? So like sometimes, but there was six millimeter was the general accepted scale. Yeah, but, but but also, I mean, that that scale was really all over the place, right? There was very little oh, yeah. consistency between you know the tanks, the the vehicles. The Titans, everything, you know. Um, oh, yeah, just to have weapons shown with your dudes, you need you <clears> a lot bigger. Those bolters were huge. But yeah, and, I, and it, that's going to be true of the new game too, because you, you need to create a, a good-looking silhouette for a model. Um, Correct. But I think you know it's it's because of the fact that it's all three D modeled now, they can keep that stuff a lot more consistent and you know visually um, harmonized than they used to do from physical sculpting in metal and you know and plastic in the early 90s so yeah but my point of all this is that you know i think there are a number of people in the epic community who already kind of had a um, a, a grudge to bear here and then whew, i have seen some wild stuff like i saw i saw a guy posting about how um oh i forget the exact rule but they, they posted one of the ongoing blogs they've been doing about the game and he read it and he was like i have some concerns about the rules so i have rewritten the rules and people were like but dude, the, the, the book's not out. How can you? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and it wasn't like it wasn't. He wasn't rewriting his like fan rules for Epic. He was rewriting the rules for like a bunch of stuff that they'd shown off, which obviously is like just a small portion of the rules in a vacuum. I just went like, oh, buddy. So, Games Workshop, are you listening? You should hire this guy. Like, 
Yeah. So and like, like he was he wasn't being a he wasn't being a jerk, right? Like, but okay, it's just fair, it, it's fair. it's just it's madness, right? Like, like you haven't seen the rules to rewrite them yet, buddy. Like, um, uh, I mean, at least there's at least there's enthusiasm. Like, yeah, it's said anything when it got delayed. That's a bad sign. Yeah, so. Absolutely right. Like, people are excited for the game. I think it's going to be a big deal. Everybody loves Epic. Everybody loves the scale. But like. Man, if you were out there and you're listening to this and you were sad that, that Leeches and Perils have been delayed, I, I feel you, even though personally I'm happy because I want to paint some other stuff first. But I, 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 I want the game to come out, I want it to succeed, but like, please, just leave yourself alone a little bit. Like, like it's it, it's a month. It's only like a month. Like, if they keep delaying it, like, it, it's one of those months. things. They said by the end of the year. By the end of the year, okay. So that's the thing is like, and it's, it's probably something really like mundane, the, the delay, like... You know, it's one of those things like if, you know, your your line of your, your your big military column, if somebody trips and falls, I could just go up the chain to like where now yeah. tanks are stuck, everything's I, stuck, and there's traffic jams. And that's, and it's like you said, it's probably a logistical issue. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it almost certainly is. Because, you know, if, if they were going back to like, if they were unhappy with the part of the product, they were going to recreate it. Um, that wasn't yeah. just packaging. Because packaging, you can, you can reprint packaging pretty fast. Yes, yes. But anything beyond that, like, we're talking like, six months to a year delay right mm -hmm. like you know because you gotta get the book back on press that's a whole that's a whole nightmare speaking as a pumpy works in publishing you know mm -hmm. you don't want to do that that's that's terrible um so they're, they're not rewriting rules they're not they're not rewriting they're not like you know fixing um the faux nazi fluff in the the material like none of that's it's just impossible it's, 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 it's kind of weird even if you were putting in there as a placeholder even if that were true it's it's not by the way but yeah. if it were true Let's say, let's say the moon landings never happened. Sure, okay. Um, it, like the 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 thing is, they wouldn't, they still wouldn't use that just in case. Like they wouldn't use Rommel, or you know, um, there's a whole other side thing I want to go off on about how Rommel wasn't exactly the good, the good Nazi guy. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> he was a Nazi. <laughs> he was a fucking Nazi, and and I don't care what his kid said and stuff like that. Like there's history. And I'm not going to deny his, his strategic and tactical prowess at all. But, like, the, the point is, though, like, you know, like you would use Montgomery or, you know, or, or whatever. It'd probably be, like, instructions how to grow daffodils better or something. Like, yeah, really, no. you know, like, but, but the, the thing is, they don't probably do that. And also, and then for those that might think that it was like a, they were putting in, they were just being lazy. I'm like, okay, like, not even, like, Amazon, like, book published people people that publish their own material through amazon that's essentially like you know vampire on werewolf sex stuff that you know like i people i know read um you know like they don't they're not even that lazy why would a multi-million dollar corporation be that lazy i know games workshop has three blogs but like I that's not I, one of them i think the implication was that somebody put it in there on purpose and tried to get it past them right and they caught it after it went to press oh like an so angry like, employee or something yeah who knows or, or, or you know a nazi but I, and it, the, the point though is that it's not real it didn't happen <laughs> like 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 if, if, it, if that was the problem the game would be delayed far more than three or four months i don't know that, but that's, this, that's the core of it right like i love diving into the, this though this uh, this is like secret hitler or something this is kind of you know like yeah games, you know like <laughs> Where's the secret Hitler at, at at Games Workshop? Like, right? He's not there, by the way. Like, um, it, it's yeah. That's that's really funny. I mean, that's really funny. Yeah. A rumor start. I wonder if somebody just made it up to see if uh, people would uh, track onto it. You know, like 
Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's just... I mean, you get a little bit of attention for, you know, being, like, the guy with the rumor that catches on, right? So it's, it becomes like, you know, like, oh, my buddy in Nottingham said this, and, you know, it's just games of telephone and nonsense. So, but yeah, if, 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 they had to re if they had to republish a book, it would be a lot more than three months. You know, and this is a lie, I was talking to somebody I know at Games Workshop, someone deep within the organization, and they were saying that a lot of the logistical issues is due to all the forest fires that are going on. They're spreading oh, so rapidly. Yeah. And the news media, the mainstream news media, is not reporting on them correctly. And they're yeah. actually much bigger than you think. They're actually on the ocean. So those floating piles of garbage are on fire. Oh, shit. They're screwing up all the oh, logistics. Shit. <laughs> Our tiny plastic spacemen are delayed because of the climate change. So wow. get, get an electric car and save Legion Imperialis. Yeah, you heard Thank you for coming to my big lie. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, like that's, I mean, I just made that up off my head. I mean, it's just think, you got a couple minutes to think about it. Um, I, I, delays happen as well in almost anything. Like, it doesn't matter if it's like a film. Oh, yeah. Also, working in the film industry, when people like give their takes on films, they are, you guys got any of those when you talk about like the back you know like the back end of films everyone sounds funny when they do that because they don't know anything about it yeah and it's really funny like i watch a lot of youtube videos on stuff in my spare time and sometimes the takes are really 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 funny just like you know you working professionally in the game industry probably hear a lot of takes and you're like no that's not how it works um but like yeah but like like i said at least people are pissed that's good that's a good thing it's a good thing you're angry yeah doing because that means you're excited for the game and you need to stay excited for the game. And so when it comes out, it can sell units so the Games Workshop corporate overlords don't squash it to appease their shareholders. Yeah. So please support the game. And well, Hopefully uh, we'll have something to talk about the game before too long, but uh, yeah, mm -hmm. aside from the delays, they post some blogs about it, they're posting lots of cool solar auxilia, they post off the, uh, yeah, I saw that. the Medusa yeah. tanks today, those are pretty cool. How about those demon engines? Well, that's for Horus Heresy. That's not even for Legion's Imperialis. That's for Horus Heresy. No, you're right. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm way off base. But uh, yeah, it is for Horus Heresy. What the fuck am I thinking about here? <laughs> I want yeah, they, they, okay, I want Demon Engines and Legion Imperialis, okay? That, that's, I'm well, just I'm, saying. I'm sure that's coming too. Wait, you might have to wait a minute for that. Deeply. Oh. I, have the, I have the page up, and I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, um, I was looking at it going, mm, Demon Engines. Yeah, we could talk about that. That was uh, the, that's uh, the why PDF the game that came out uh, last week. Yeah, and that's why we, that's why Imperialis is delayed, folks, because they're yeah. working on Demon Engines. <laughs> Demon Engines PDF. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Depths of Tretosimia. Yes, but this will be a good good, good uh, pivoting point. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the bringing the God Engine to a Legion fight and then Demon Engines. So, actually, I have this page up now, too. The um, The mixing up um putting titans in a legion fight so oh yeah you can bring 30 percent of your uh your legions imperials army can be titans and knights i think which is yes. cool. But, oh you know I, that's another complaint i've heard though people who getting back to people complain about legions imperials the game's not out yet mm -hmm. is i'm seeing people who are like well i want to bring nothing but titans and i'm like well that game exists and it's called adeptus titanicus yes like, like that, yes it's, i've it's, heard of this yes you know um you're gonna get to use your titans and stuff i'm excited about that but like that's it's 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 the mixed. It's the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The combined arms game, right? It's not the it's not the all Titans all the time game. And you know, Titanic yeah. is one of my favorite games of all time. Please go play it. It's great. But I think I think asking for Legion's Imperials to do the same thing is kind of you know beside the point. 
Well, I think I think a lot of people are going to want to mix Titans into their Legion of oh, yeah. game. But I mean, it's 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 like Adeptus Titanicus and Space Marine, right? I mean, that's just what this is. This is Legion of yep. Imperial is a Space Marine, and and Adeptus Titanicus is. I'm, this is going to be shocking. It's Adeptus Titanicus, so, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and you can, and you're supposed. You, I, I feel like you're supposed to mix the games up. You just put your chocolate and peanut butter together, you know, for the Emperor. Yeah. But like, but it, 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 you, they're also separate games, which I think is also really good because some people don't feel like having giant stompy robots in their game. So. Or at least not, you know, nothing but them, right? Or nothing, exactly. So people want tiny little guys in little teeny armors to be smooshed in their games yeah. either. So it's like Battletech too, right? Like, you know, sometimes you want, sometimes it's fun to play with all the little tanks and stuff like that. Uh -huh. Sometimes it's fun to have an Atlas Mac. You know, that's just how it goes. Um, it's, uh, I think, I think, I think there's, I, I wouldn't understand why people would get upset about it or, you know, fight over it. It gets like weird to do that i think it's all awesome and you can just do it do what you want and you know i don't see people in knife fighting over like i want to play Deadly satanic it's like no i play legion imperialis and then they pull out their bayonets that they picked up at the army surplus store and stab one uh -huh. it's not, i i, I it, don't don't do that by the way yeah you've got bigger problems than warhammer if that's the issue but like yeah or if so. you do please put it on world star <laughs> please make it pay-per-view and um yeah, yeah. so um but yeah, let's see. Um, what were we, we going to talk about next? Like we kind of about, uh, about the demon the engines, exactly the demon, battles. The demon engines, yes. Yeah, pretty cool. It's the latest in the uh, exemplary battles of the Age of Darkness PDF series they've been doing for its free uh, supplements. Uh, this one uh, introduces demon engines to the new edition of Horus Heresy, and it's pretty cool. It's uh, the the setting material kind of focuses in on a Dark Angels versus uh, Me Dark Mechanicus battle. Um, and I guess in that book, or I guess it's, I think it's probably one of the black books I haven't actually read the source material, mm -hmm. but they kind of hinted that there were demon engines there, and then they took this opportunity to actually flesh it all out. So it's pretty pretty fun. I haven't, I admit I haven't had a deep look at it. Um, I've just been so busy, but it seems like it's some pretty cool uh, stuff for uh, Dark Mechanicus players. Kind of gives them some heavy hitters. Mm -hmm. uh, get a few demon engines, kind of brings them to the level of knights and stuff. That Greater Breath Scorpion is an awesome model. I'm looking um, at it right now. It's yeah. It's sexy. I mean, this thing is like I'm like I want to put that together. Like it's the stuff like this is why why people play chaos. Like it, it's it's so cool. Like you're like oh man, it's so neat. Um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, last month I painted up um, my first night. I did a house Malinax night, um, and I can definitely see you know building that little, like house mechanic, dark mechanicus household around that guy later. It'd be a great. Mm -hmm. Uh, the breast corp would look awesome in those colors. So that's definitely a possible possibility for me in the future. Oh, imagine a kit bash of combining like a knight with parts from the scorpion. Oh, you could do all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so. I mean, an expensive kit bash, but yes. it'd be a really cool <laughs> I, 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 I oof, that's that's what I like the most about this game is kit bashing. So yeah, that's I got the blood slaughterers, decimators. You know, the, the, the blood slaughter is one of the goofiest models I think in all of the Games Workshop line, I love it to death because it's because it's so goofy looking. Yes. yes. Right. It's just it's just a, it's a big dude who's like, I'm here to talk about corn. Yeah, like have you have you uh have you heard about corn, my brother? Yeah. Like the, let's get a slaughter in paler, <laughs> for instance. Like these it's guys covered are in so skulls. Adorable. They're so adorable. Like yeah. like I'm looking I'm looking right now and you look at this guy and he just scuttles around. Oh no that that's that, you're you're looking at the um Well I'm looking at the uh, slaughter impaler. Yeah, 
No, I think that's the uh, the the, the Kaitan Demon Engine. Um, the little guys. The 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 Blood Slaughterer is the big. I don't think there's a picture of it in the PDF. The Blood Slaughterer is the classic giant like guy who looks like a um, World Eater Space Marine. Yeah, the Impaler is a appears to be a variation, and then yeah, okay, they yeah, the Corn Blood Slaughterers. These are on Forge World. Yeah. Which one's looking at a space marine? Let's see here. And I, I, I might be messing these up. I'm, oh no, you're right. I am I am incorrect. That was my bad. The blood slaughter are the little guys. I'm thinking about the um oh, which one is it? Is it the Kaitan? Maybe I've got them backwards. Maybe we're all like typing like okay. It is, I was I was totally backwards. The Kaitan Demon Engine is the one I'm thinking of. The giant guy is like a giant dude. Oh yeah, that guy. My uh Yeah. I think my Yeah, my my son has one of these. Yeah, so I, I love those other guys, too. I think they're actually pretty... They're genuinely yeah, they're very cool. Yeah. The, the Kaitan Demon Engine of Corn is so goofy, but it's like it's like peak 40k for me, right? It's like, it, it's a giant dude with a giant axe, and one of his hands dude. is a gun. Yes, yes. It's like, um, <laughs> I wish Forge World would show the scale of this, because it's like... It's like, enormous, yeah. My older son has... Like I said, he, he, he got one. Um, uh, like, we pitched in and got him one for... Was it... Christmas? Anyway, like, yeah. Because it, it, it's been around for a little while. And when he saw it, he's like, I have to have that. And it's yeah, it's big. And it's awesome. And it's so metal. Like, it's so it's so corn. It's, it's so corny. It's, it's truly ridiculous. Like, it's just it's just very silly. And I, I, it's great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and you got the little skull. Like, the skulls. And like, oh. Yeah. Needs more skulls, though. Yeah, I mean, isn't that isn't that always the case? More skulls. Yeah, yeah, the Kaitan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was looking at the um, the Impalers. They're like the little. Yeah, the I like those guys. They're little demon hermit crabs. Yeah, they're adorable. Like I, I just, I just can't get enough of them. Like I, <laughs> like it makes me want to do a corn army. I'm like, you're so cute. You're so adorable. Like I would say that if I saw one, I'd be like, yeah. oh, these are great. Like you guys, I know you're killing all my friends, but. <laughs> this weird, like, yeah, just poking people. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they're, they're little crabby dudes. They're almost, almost uh, Slanishi in appearance, honestly. Yeah, I could see that. Not to be heretical to my favorite blood god, but, you know, mm -hmm. saying, I'm just saying, the crab thing, I don't know, like, it makes me think of demonettes. You know. Yeah, that's fair. So, you guys, you guys, you guys glue some boobs on this guy, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I admit I have not had a chance to do a deep dive on like the rules. Um, it's something I'm going to be playing anytime soon, but it seems like it does add some pretty cool um, uh, new models and stuff for a Dark Mechanics mm -hmm. player. And they're definitely a little light on the Absolutely. ground right now, so that's always nice. And, you know, they're, they're cool models. They've been around for a while. It's nice to see them getting moved back into um, new edition. Yes, yes. And I think, I think like, I don't bump into a lot of uh, Dark Mechanics players. And I'd like to see more of them. Yeah. Dark Mechanicus is super cool. I like to see a Dark Mechanicus in 40k too, but okay. Um, oh, it's only a matter Mechanicus. of time, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I guess I don't have too much idea about that, but as far as other heresy stuff coming out, you know, I am naturally very excited about the uh, Sons of the Forest weapon upgrades from Forge World. Of course um, you are. Very cool set. The Bane Strike Balters, the Cursoran Battle Axes. You know, my only my only gripe is a slightly odd number of parts. Um. Like, I think you're getting six Bane Strike Bolters, which is, you know, fine if you're doing, like, half a veteran squad, but you're going to need two of these to do a full one. 
Um, the power axes are great, but you know if it's they've got the um, uh, what is it the uh, the double handed the um, uh, Carcerun power to bar, which is the big one, which is awesome. But you know if you're doing a bigger unit, you're gonna have four of those in the unit. So like now I'm talking about buying four packs of these to get those. I don't know. It's a slightly it's a slightly odd number. I wish it was like bigger to outfit like at least half a squad, not like a quarter of a squad. Yeah, it's Ooh. a little. Are they doing the hot dogs and hot dog bun thing? Like exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Oh shit! Like, I hate it. I mean, I've, I've seen it before with a couple things with Games Workshop, but I really hate it when you do that. I'm like, so you're only gonna give me eight for my ten man squad, so I have to buy another pack of eight. So now I got sixteen. So now I got another squad. You put me in a weird feedback loop, Games Workshop, and now my my wife is leaving me because I can't pay rent. So right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the parts look great, but they're certainly not going to be cheap. You know, I'm sure this is a $35 pack for these arms, which, you know, if you're buying one, it's fine, but if you need four or five of them, that's a dumb other story. Yeah, it, it, it is It is. It is something that one of my kids complained about, because they, they understand the logistics necessary, like, why why the miniatures are expensive. And they'll explain, my youngest especially, will explain that they're really not that expensive, like a Space Marine Tactical Squad or whatever is not that expensive you're, you're paying about six dollars a miniature that, yep. in today's currency that's not too bad it's when you have to pay 35 dollars for a pack of melta guns right that can be easily and almost perfectly printed on a 3d printer by your buddy down the street um for cents on the dollar you know like because you, usually with with stuff you know you got the packaging and the shipping and all this stuff there's like a lot of costs involved in these miniatures and the development those melted guns require a lot of development and or, or whatever these weapon packs so i don't understand why they're so expensive and even independent retailers like victoria miniatures they're a little better price wise um with like weapons and stuff but i'm like why am i paying 40 bucks for like five guns um it i don't know like i i mean i i love supporting the hobby and i, I i'll put my money where my mouth is but man I don't want to hemorrhage money constantly. And that's that's the that's the that's the economic complaint from our families, and it's not it's not like paying two hundred bucks for a bane blade. That's fine. It, it's more the like why am I paying twenty dollars for a rifle? That's yeah. I mean, it's it's not quite that brutal because you, you are getting um, you get ten guns and three standard axes, one to bar, and you get you know, all the the hand bits, the arm bits to make them fit on the Mark VI kit, which is nice. Um, yes, you know it's, it's it's a decent number. My, my issue actually is that they have. You get, I think you get two, four. So you get six of the um, Bane Strike Balters, which is great. But then you get four of the um, Umbral Pattern, just standard Balters, which is very cool. And I'm glad to see them because I think they, they really look great. They're very um, Heresy Era thematic. But I would rather they just put four more Bane Strike Balters than maybe done like an Umbral Balter package. You know, there's just those Balters and some other generic bits that anyone could have used. Um, why they do, how they arrive at the decision to not do that is a little confusing to me. You know, there's clearly some element here that I just don't, I'm not privy to. Um, but that's the frustration for me is I would rather have had 10 Bane Strike Balters because then I could have outfitted a whole squad of veterans or, um, I think we, we caught for Sons of Horus can get those. But, um, you know, I, I could, I could outfit that whole squad so I'm going to buy two of these instead of having four of these very cool looking alternate Balters, but Balters that are ultimately just Balters, right? Yeah. So it's, uh, that is a little bit frustrating for me. But right, they're cool right. sculpts, you know. I'll probably pick up these slowly, but I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to buy four of them all at once. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's a whole other unit. So we'll see. That's a whole. That's the thing. That's that's when you talk about costs and stuff. I think most people are like this, unless they have like more money than sense. They, you know, they will 
they'll simply like like okay i can buy four packs of these weapons or i can buy a whole other squad <laughs> it's like why would yeah. i do that um, oh oh uh i'm sorry i want to backtrack a moment something i forgot about at the when they announced the or when they released the um demon engines pdf at mm-hmm. the bottom, they talked a little bit of some upcoming exemplary battles, and one of them mentioned there's going to be rules for corrupted knights in Heresy, and that it will use the corrupted. Um, it will be similar to the way that corrupted titans work in Adeptus Titanicus, and that is super Ooh. cool. And I can't wait to see it. That is super cool. Yeah, very exciting. I, I'm that is very exciting about that. So that's something on the horizon to look forward to, and definitely now that I've got this one Malinax knight, I'm sure I'll be making use of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nice. I still need to get a knight. I've never. I, I've been wanting to get one. You know, like I like the knights. They're cool. Um, you know, it's it's funny. The knight I have. Um, I had. I've been to a, uh, a miniatures um, swap meet. God, it must have been 2017 or 18. And at the end of the day, I ended up swapping a bunch of stuff for a new inbox knight. It was the original knight that they released in like 2015 or whatever. And I have been lugging it around ever since. But that and that, this summer, I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna paint the goddamn knight before I paint my living room. And. Uh, but yeah, I had it for like six years in the box, so I finally painted it. But you were saying you want you want to get a knight yourself? Yes, yes. No, I, I understand that. I have a Zote still in the box. Just sitting on my... Yeah. I haven't, I haven't put them together or painted them yet. I, I really should, because I love Zotes. And it just sits there in the box. It's uh, the Blackstone Fortress. You. Yeah, that's a cool model. It's a really cool model. I mean, I've looked at it. I'm going to put it back in a box, and I've got like... Space Marine Funkos on top of them. Like, it's just sitting there. I'm like, right next, uh-huh. to, my DJing, right next to my DJing gear and keyboard uh, synthesizer. And I'm like, I should put them together. Um, but yeah, Knight would be cool. Like, I, I think that'd be a fun, fun project. And yeah. I just got to figure out, like, I, well, I could put them with my Knight Lords, I guess. I could do it. Yeah. A Knight Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I just got there's a lot of fiddly parts. Uh, that's why I have that's why I have what I call my uh, I was gonna say sweatshop. That's really not cool, but like I have my children, you know, like they they can do right. arthritis, so like they can do the fiddly bits. Like, hey man, put yeah. this down. Do it for your dad. Do it out of love. And uh, no, I actually I, I I'm I'm looking forward to it. That was actually why I want to get like more Titan kits and stuff like that as well because yeah, uh, they're very fiddly, but they're worth it. They're really they're really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that's cool. So, oh, you know what we should talk about? Because I know you're excited about this. Um, mm-hmm. They announced recently that they would be getting the first of the Joy Toy line action figures for horses. Yes, I saw and that. I am not a collectibles guy, but I know you are, so I want to hear what you think about it. Well, I'm going to bring up like a bit of visual, because um, I had it up earlier. And let's see here. Here we go. It's from August 3rd. Um, yeah, because I think I linked this to you. Um, they haven't really... Have they... Let's see. Do, 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 do. It's just that one teaser, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's... Yeah, Let the Galaxy Burn. Um, I don't think there's any news on... <clears throat> I'm just checking to see if there's any news on like, what they're going to put out for Horror Um So, I, I still need to buy some Joy Toys, because I'm trying to justify paying $60 for an action figure. That's not like... Yeah. Not like a G.I. Joe from the 80s. You know what I mean? Like... Like okay, like I, I, they're really, they're really cool. I got to see them at the local shop, uh, Cherry Bomb. They they're selling uh, Ultramarines. Yeah, they're, uh, they're beefy toys. figures. That uh, that dreadnought thing they have is massive. <laughs> it's yeah. like you, if you put it in your car, you need to put it in the child seat. Yeah, yeah, it's it's big. Like and and they're all one eighteenth scale. If anyone's curious, 
Um, and I, I have my, my sights set on getting the uh, Red Corsairs. They actually have Red Corsair action figures. Oh, like, wow. I don't, I don't know if like Joy Toy doesn't quite understand the market, or maybe they do because man, the Red Corsairs are fucking cool as fuck. Like I love the Red Corsairs, man. Like they're here, here on Blackheart is my, oh, he's my boy, and I, I, I really like them. They're probably my favorite Chaos Legion uh, or Chaos Legionnaires. In the the Bad Ab War is one of my favorite things in Warhammer. I'm a huge fan, yeah. huge fan, and. Um, that whole thing, the Lamenters, everything about it. I, fuck, I love everything about it. And the, and the, the Red Corsairs are um, like what what they eventually become is, is amazing. And the yeah, Maelstrom, sure. I, it's probably because it's just like a, they're like the sea listers of the universe, you know, like it's sort of like people don't really think much about it. So it was very interesting to see Joy Toy. They got Black Templars, they got Imperial Fist, they got Ultramarines, of course. They got Sisters of Battle. They got all kinds of stuff. Um, but they did red corsair so now they're doing Horus heresy um i can only imagine these aren't very expensive to make um i i don't understand the pricing on them because i have like mcfarlane now they're not as good by the way but i have mcfarlane um toys i got the chaos marine i got the orc the sisters battle the unpainted sister of battle um and you know their details okay on them and the joy toy details much better like but really, right. all, all you're going to be doing is putting your joy toy on your shelf. They're like a Funko. They're a really fancy Funko. Well, not necessarily, because I saw some guys, I think it was at the UK, who were running a game of Space Hulk <laughs> using the joy toy Ultramarines awesome. and uh, Gene Steelers, and it was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> that's really cool. That's that's like... Yeah, they made, they like made a board. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah, thousands of dollars, probably. But yeah, yeah it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, when you're talking between sixty-five to one hundred and fifty dollars per toy, um, some reaching like two hundred, like the dreadnoughts and stuff like that, you yeah. you're basically digging a massive financial poop hole for yourself. And, Correct. And, and so I think that's really cool. And if you have rules for them, excellent. But but for ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of the other people out there are going to get these. It's a shelf item. It's no different than a beer stein that you never drink yeah, out of. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's a Funko. And I know a lot of people hate Funkos, but I'm a fan of, I've got a few, um, of the very, very particular ones, like Mind uh, Flayers. Uh, I have, like, um, Altered Beasts, you know, like, ones, and Lobster Johnson and all the Space Marines, and all, all the um, 40K ones. So so the joy thing is, like, I, as a, I, you know, I, I like toys, and I'm... I'm excited, but this is something I had a discussion with the owner of Cherry Bomb. Um, by the way, Cherry Bomb is like one of the best toy stores in the West Coast of North America. Like, seriously. That's where the National Museum, Toy Museum of Canada is. Is that is that Cherry Bomb? Right here in Victoria, oh, BC. Cool. And cool. so so I was talking to the owner a little bit about the, because he's like, you know, he wants to move them. He's a toy fanatic, but he wants like, how do I sell these? And like, like well, first of all, Ultramarines are, I'd, you know, me and uh, the guy from Games Workshop here, you know, explained to him like, okay, so you, you need to like, you know, they're they're the Ultramarines are good because that's what ever like, apparently that's the generic Space Marine, I guess. But like, you, sorry, Ultramarines fans, I know you probably hate hearing that, but like, but but that you, know, you want to get more of it, but he's got to pay a cost on them and all this other stuff. It's yeah, so they look they look cool, like they look really really cool, but the rule of cooling goes so far when you look at your bank account and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, like, why, like, a, a McFarlane action figure runs you like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, which I think is very fair. Sure. Uh, Joy Toy, you know, 
well, a bit more detailed and more articulated are still just a plastic toy and they run like $80 for a, for one. I don't know. Like I, 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 I'm finding it hard. And you gotta understand. I, I am, I am frugal. I have adapted to Canada perfectly. I am, I am now very frugal. And so I could be a multimillionaire and I would still bulk at paying a hundred dollars for an action figure. That's not a statue. You know, like, um, Sure. Well, I go on and on about this. Like trying to justify this to my my partner is difficult because <laughs> she knows I love this shit and she's she's cool. Like it's good for a birthday present. Like I'm pretty sure my older son is getting me War Duke, the D and D action figure, which is sick. Uh, for my birthday because he's eyeing that and he's like, hey dad, and I'm I'm excited. And, but this goes on my shelf and I might make pew pew noises and fight my other guys with it. And he's looking because, well, oh, I'll do it while people are looking. I have no shame. Um, but like. You know, I got an early birthday gift. And it was Ultraman. Like, you know, I'm, uh, I like my toys. But like, yeah, like I don't see people dropping a thousand dollars on a group to play on, on a squad to play Space Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, five no, hundred, it's I think they're running like three hundred eighty dollars. Yeah. So that's eight three hundred eighty American, like and Canadian dollars. That's like a million dollars, man. That's crazy. It's right. <laughs> crazy. That's like that's like five dinners out. I don't know. But, but yeah, I'm excited though. I, 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 I saw the teaser with the galaxy burn. My guess is for Horus Heresy, of course, they'll probably do Sons of Horus. I assume they'll probably do a couple Night Lords, um, which I will pick up one. I know I will. I know I will. I know I will. So, and then um, in some other, and maybe some like actual characters from the Horus Heresy, but. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, but, but again, you know, they, they went with a deep cut. Um on the uh, the Bedev War figures for 40k, right? So who knows what they'll do for yeah. 30k? Well, that's the thing. It's maybe some Solar Exilla, you know, like like I can see them. I can I can see it. like, and this is no shade meant on um, Joy Toy as a company. I think it's great they're doing these action figures, and I know they're expensive to create, and produce, and stuff. And they should make money on it. And that's fine. I just wish they were like I don't know, 30 or 40 dollars, and I would feel a lot better about it. Sure, because <laughs> they're smaller than the McFarlane. Like, you know, they're 118, so they're like, you know, they're not that big. Like, they're the joint toys are no, no, they're not that oh, big. They, they look massive to me, but I this is I know nothing about this stuff, so um, they're uh, what is the actual inches on them? So, I think they're like eight, they're, they're about oh, wow, yeah, they're four inches. Um, yeah, Joy Toy Warhammer 40k figures are typically made 118 scale, which stands about four inches tall. So they're about the size of a GI Joe, a little bigger. Wow. Yeah, they look big because of the photography, but yeah. like, all right, they're not, I guess they're not that big. I guess <laughs> I'm thinking of the Dreadnought, which is massive. So that's probably well, Dreadnought. Dreadnought's yeah. huge, but like, yeah, there there is. Um, and, and people already make the jokes about like you know the comparison. To them and then and they of course do the hannah stuff and that's like they're like six and a half inches tall but yeah like so your average just just so people know your average gi joe i think or star wars figures like 3.75 inches and then um your so four inches is the general and so your space marines four inches so they'll be bigger than your gi joe so it looks like a space marine for your gi joes but like they're yeah anyway um 
So yeah, you can do Space Hulk. They're not like McFarlane ones where that, that'd be hulking things that you're playing with, but um, right. it it's yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like there's vintage figures like that you can buy Star Wars and G.I. Joe and Transformers that are cheaper than Joy Toy new toys. So it's Ah, I just find it weird. That's cool. Well, that's something to look forward to, right? It shouldn't be, probably won't be that one. Did they say when they're going to be releasing them, or just that it's coming? Um, like, that's the thing. Um, Tiny Ori's Heresy and Legion of Brunalis, let's see, blah, 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 blah. There is no... It just says, let the galaxy burn with a silhouette on a yellow background. I, they're probably definitely going to do Royal Adorn, um, or... And that, oh, by the way, they'll probably do Primarchs. I bet you they'll do Primarchs. Oh, yeah. Easy. Um, that makes sense. And, and they have, like, um, Intercessors and Blade Guard var- uh, Veterans, Outriders, Redemptive Dreadnoughts, Rubicularmen, um, Necron Immortals, Chaos Terminators, Tau Crisis Suits. They have a whole buttload of stuff already. So, I, like, for Horus Heresy, I assume they're probably going to do, all like, a, a smattering of all the legions, or at least... Like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Right on. Well, Which is cool, yeah. yeah. I look forward to uh, hearing your reviews when we uh, we finally get our hands on them. Yes, yes. I'll I'll maybe I'll do a blog post for those as well because I yeah, I should do. probably awesome. I, I should probably get like a red corsair just for science. But when this horse heresy one, yeah. <laughs> like like that's how I justify it. Like I have to get this baby because it's for the podcast. She's like, God yeah. damn, stop! That was like a you'd, dinner. Like, you'd be losing money if you didn't get it. I know. Yeah, exactly. I'll lose all of my credibility, baby. You don't understand. I'm almost fifty. Um, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like I'm a fifty year old man buying like cool toys. Person, anyone can buy toys. Don't be a, you don't have to be a dude. Be anyone you can buy anything. That's why I, I love our post capitalist hellscape. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're still. I don't. I don't think we're quite post capitalist yet, unfortunately. But uh... I guess it depends on how you define capitalism um, mm. and and such. Like, but yes, we're not, we're still in capitalism but if you consider capitalism like early mercantile capitalism and having that end around the 20 like mid 20th century then we're in post-capitalism but there's probably an actual academic thing to answer that yeah we could we could talk about like agrarian reform here maybe i think our listeners would really appreciate like a link absolutely would you guys like to hear about the agrarian revolution well i'm glad you tuned in to to (laughs) to farms and flames (laughs) we interrupt this transmission for a much needed ad break the Galaxy and Flames podcast is brought to you in part by the Brush Builders Union. The Brush Builders Union is a community of like-minded miniatures painters encouraging one another in their craft. The Brush Builders Union gives you monthly support and encouragement to become the miniatures painter you want to be. Take the union pledge today at brushbuildersunion.com. Now back to the transmission. Death to the false emperor. So moving right along, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't we why don't we kind of wrap up our main episode by talking about uh, our second Age of Darkness starter series, which is The Night Lords, which I wrote just yeah! for you. I know, and thank you so much. I'm, I'm super stoked. Like, I've looked at it a few times. Um, I'm telling you now that I've decided not to do... I'll do some Black Shields, but originally I was going to do Black Shields because, and I love those guys, and Simon and I really want to meet up, like, at least once a year and do a game. So what I'm going to do, and I'm going to pledge it right now, is I've got... Um, I've got Mark III and Mark IV dudes, and I also have probably another box, that $99 uh, two-squad box. Not 20-man. It's, yeah, 20, not 40, <laughs> like last time. Like, it's the one-squad box. Yeah, one-squad. Yeah, it's the the one that's like, well, that was two-squads. 
Well, you could, but remember, a tactical squad in Heresy goes up to 20. That is true. It's a one squad box, but it's two two tactical. It's two support guys. squads or some such. Yeah, and you, you could, or, or you could, you can build ten man tactical squads with stopping you. But twenty man is the uh, the max. You can tell I don't play heresy that often. But like, I I I'm, I'm going to make a night lords. We're going to do night lords, kids. And, awesome. And, and My dark that, angels will be waiting for you. Yes. And then I I'm going to go totally like goth industrial night lords. I'm going to own it and my I, I, I my younger son said uh if i do go night lords he wants to help out with that so awesome um, yeah yeah he's very excited about that i mean he's a he's a zinch guy but you know it's fine um he's I mean, a they're, they're kind of chaos undivided right they didn't they mm -hmm. didn't really get too choosy about uh who they were serving well that's the thing if anyone at all well my, my favorite night my, my favorite thing about the night lords is that they're so fucked up that like they don't like they they were already worse than chaos before chaos came around, right. <laughs> and and they they they're they're just the I just really enjoy the goth emo quality of them. Um, they're like, what if a war concert actually murdered people? That's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just love their aesthetic because I'm I, I love the vampire counts and undead. Like I'm a huge fan of that. I I was so pissed so pissed a long long time ago a long time ago in the same galaxy i when the night lords don't have undead and the death guard got them and they're plague dead and like you have all this other crazy shit going on in the warhammer 40k universe and you can't do undead god damn it or scale <laughs> for that matter i'm like god, double god damn it god emperor damn it and i i because the night lords are like they're they're perfect they got the big bat wing skull pauldrons and cool like they're just cool and that's why people like them like i have a buddy here in a band he used to be in a band called euthanized so that should tell you nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> the shit he's into. and uh kyle was telling me i love that guy kyle's telling me like you know like you know, like his favorite legion's night lords and i'm like why is it night lords and he goes because they're fucking cool man yeah and like i'm like that's 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 exactly why i i like them there's no other like yes i believe that the night lords are are, are tactically sound or whatever. No, no, no. They're just cool. Conrad Kurz is cool because he's completely bonkers. Yeah, I do and, appreciate. You never, you never hear me going like, I, I play the Night Wars because I think that you know they're, they were, they're, they're the morally correct choice. You know, they're, they're, they're the, they're the Legion. You know, they've been wrong. It was like, no, these guys are psycho murderers, and I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, we discussed that last time too, and it yeah. was, it's, it's really funny because. You know, I, I get it's a funny thing to bring up. Like maybe they're not so bad after all because they kill fewer people. But yeah, but they're still flaying a family, dude. And they probably also yeah, like <laughs> anyway. They enjoy what they're doing. Like the salamanders, yeah, they've scoured worlds. They've been dicks. Yeah. The salamanders don't enjoy it. Like the, the night lords really dig what they're doing. They, they love they, it. They just they love it. it. They couldn't. They couldn't wait to go rogue, right? Like <laughs> they're murder hobos. Like that's what all they do, man. Like, yeah. Uh, they, they just. I, yeah, they're a basic D respected hit squad. Yeah, 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 and, and it's the thing is like, but they look cool, and I also like Night Lords. That um, like I have like my own thing. The I, I think I uh, the the exiled like I have my own like they're you know get stuck in the warp and pop out in the forty first millennium pre heresy Night Lords who aren't horrifying assholes like they still have similar tactics and stuff, but they're loyalists. I love the idea of loyalist night lords. I think that's. I love the night lords books, by the way. I love the yeah. idea of loyalist night lords because 
they're horrifying, but it's yet they're still like you know. But the emperor must, the imperium must. Yeah. <laughs> like I just think that's just the, the dichotomy of it. The the weird, just God, it's so oxymoronical. Like I love it, and it's so Warhammer. But yeah, they're vampire counts in space. Yeah, they're um, just bonkers, right? Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love the idea. Like, the, what if they actually are vampires? And uh, that's why the death specters are my favorite. 41st millennium chapter and yes i know that this oh, is yeah. the Thamir of <clears throat> of of the 41st millennium like they're how they recruit is <clears throat> not cool um very it's like very very me too triggering and i get that and, oh boy oh yeah yeah you should really look up death specters and I, I don't know anything about this so uh you know i think i'm just not going to because that sounds like it sucks it was an interesting choice they basically just force recruit people and breed have a certain breeding program, which is very oh. like I don't know if I would have added that. And when they when they added that detail, I was like, oh, my favorite, my favorite chapter is doing. <laughs> There's probably a reason they don't talk about those guys anymore, huh? I don't want to think about that. Why did you fuck them up? Because I love the ghoul stars, like the whole idea of the ghoul stars and the halo yeah, stars. Yeah. Like I'm a huge like all my uh, 40k role playing game campaigns, like Rogue Trader and Dark Heresy. I put them in the ghoul stars, like that's my little playground. Uh, like star vampires and just ooh, it's so cool and like i i love that like i really get i really get excited about the ghoul stars because it's just outside right the light of the necronomicon and but anyway the death spectrum i still love them because they're, they're cool but like some of the, some of the details they've added i'm going I'm like maybe that's just like a offshoot of them and um it's when did like, they add that stuff i have no idea actually i should find out there's not much talked about the that sounds like it's probably 10 plus years old at this point mm -hmm. Well, it's sort of like uh, the Femir and how... Oh, yeah, they took that right out, too. They've been gone well, a long time now. They, they did. Although the, although the magazine Warpstone did a really good, like, ecology of the Femir that's still... They're still just as horrifying as you think they are, uh, being the weird bog creatures they are. But they, they do add a bit of pathos and... He, not humanity, but empathy with them a little bit. Uh huh. And but they're still terrible because um, for for the listener, if you know what Femir is, they're like these one-eyed, beak, dark crystal-looking dudes, and they cannot breed normally, so they have to use other species to do so. Yeah, exactly. And it's pretty bad, but it is grim, dark. So okay, but like, no, I, I mean, I think I think it's also worth pointing out that you know that is basically an unsupported thing, right? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. GW has not had that in the game in a very long time now. No, no, not since I don't think since uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Second Edition, where they did like uh, an, a PDF only, and they kind of dialed back on that, which is a good yeah. thing. We don't need that no, in the game. We do like, not. But you know, like, and, you know, like, and I tell people like, if you don't like that about it, whatever game you're doing, just cut it out. Like, just you don't need it in there. You don't need well, it. also, I mean, that, that that's fair, but also I think it's important to, to say, you know, it's good that the publisher doesn't make that anymore. It's good that the publisher saw that they don't want it in the game, right? No, no, and it should be noted that they're bad guys, like, so to speak. Like, they're they're not, like, we're not trying to, like, you know, understand the Night Lords or the Death Spectres or the Femir. They're they're bad. They're 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 morally corrupt and evil. And right. And I, but, I mean, you know, I think, I think there, there's probably another conversation to have about the fact that, you know, Stuff like the Femir and the night the, the night specters is you know that's that's a that's a bridge too far um, with sexual assault, but we're all very comfortable oh, yeah. with the amount of murder that's in the game, which is a whole other conversation. I was like the, the night lords, you know, oh, yeah. they are cool, but like you know, where how does that line get drawn and why is it? It's it's, it's an interesting thing sociologically but, speaking. But what I'd like to talk about though, absolutely, yeah, is our night lords list. Yeah, sorry, we got, we got yeah. that but that's a, like that'd be a fun discussion. Like I've actually thought about doing a dark fantasy podcast as well in the future and discussing about dark fantasy like it's a, it's a touchy subject i get it yeah and 
you know, I, I don't want to like hurt anybody or, or trigger anyone because I, I, I feel that it's, but it is an interesting aspect because you're like, why murder, but not this other thing. And, but they, it's, it's, it's American puritanical values at heart is what that was that comes from. But that's a, that's yeah. a conversation beyond the remit of this, this podcast. That's exactly. Uh, it's because murder is more fun. And that's why right. we're going into the night Lords list. So once again, thank you. Like, this was awesome. Um, uh, it's even written very well. Simon's a good writer. So, um, <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah. So first of all, this is a, you use the crusade force organization chart. The yep. This is a. So again, this is just to kind of preempt this. Um, you know, this is the second in our series, and the idea is it is a way to get into the game with each of the eighteen legions using the Age of Darkness starter set as a foundation. And the nice thing about this one was it's possible to build a workable Night Forest Night Lords list using only the contents of the Age of Darkness starter set. You don't need to buy anything else. That is correct. That is correct. Just like your last one for Sons of Horus. Uh, not like that one. That that Sons of Horus list requires you to buy an extra squad of infantry, a rhino, and a um, support weapon squad. But a support right. weapons uh, spur. But I think you mentioned you could use just the Age of Darkness box, but you'd have to cut some well, stuff you, you, you can do it for everything, but I'm trying to make a thematic um, yeah, list for each legion. So the nice thing with the Night Lords was, you know, they have so many expensive um, point-wise uh, Warrior options, you can kind of pump them up pretty fast and have a thing that actually feels like Night Lords, which is fun. Yes, yes, because the Night Lords should be sufficiently badass. And this just comes in under 2,000 points at 1,998 points. Um, yep. So the right of war is Pride of Legion. Um, can you tell me what that is offhand? Because I. Yeah, that's one of the generic rights of war that any Legion can take. Um, essentially, what it does is it limits the amount of heavy squads, heavy slots you get in your uh, Crusade Force. Uh, but it lets you take Terminators as uh, core troops and gives them the line ability, which means that they can take and hold objectives, which normally they can't do. So yep. it's a it's a really you're, you're going to see a lot of these starter set armies that I'm put, putting up are going to use that because because of the contents of the Age of Darkness box set, um, it just makes a lot of sense. But not all of them will, but many, if not most, will. Yeah, it, it makes sense too. So like, and we got to like we got a, a centurion, it's the champion, and a cha uh, two champions here. Um, I do well, like one champion, one praetor. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I see it right there. Um, one champion, one praetor, legion praetor, and he has a charnable weapon or a chaotic pistol. Like they're really well kitted out. You got everything from Volkai Charnable. Yeah, and again, they're meant to be using the weapons that those models, um, the praetor and centurion, in the uh, the box that have. Mm -hmm. I literally so like the nice thing is he's holding a big power axe thing, which kind of can play for a lot of things. Same with the, the power swords. Like you know, that could be a power sword, could be a paragon blade. In this case, the uh, the power axe is going to be a charnable tovar. One thing I do like about the Praetor is not only are they a warlord, but they are a flame master, and that's yeah, that pretty much explains the Night Lords in a nutshell. Yep, and... yeah, gives them a little ability to cause some fear, um, which is good. Keys along with the Night Lord abilities for heresies, so uh, yeah, absolutely. And then you uh, we got like elites in here, like a Tempter Dreadnought Talon. We have one dreadnought. Yep, just from what comes in the set. He's kind of your. Uh, he's kind of there to take up vehicles. He's got a las cannon because this list is all these lists are lacking a little bit on heavy weapons because of the nature of the box. But uh, mm -hmm. it is what it is. And then we got 15, 11 points of troops. The tactical squad. Uh, so we got sixteen legionnaires. Um, well, they're they're two twenty-man tax squads. Each yeah. of them has uh, a sergeant, and then three legionaries, each with an augury scanner. Um, Legion Vexilla and Anuncio Vox. Yes, and they're 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 kitted out really nice. Like they're 
you got your sergeant with a lightning claw, which is very Night Lords. Um, yep, couldn't resist that for them. Trophies of judgments. Uh, we got like the legionnaires have bolt pistols and bolters and chain bayonets. Of course, chain bayonets are my favorite thing of the horse heresy. That make no sense. Augury scanner, of course. Um, let's see here. Vexilla. Um, and then the other tactical squad. They're, they're, the tactical squads were identical. Yeah, there's two yeah. of them. Yeah, they're exactly. Both 20 men. And then we got... They both got uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, almost everything in this army has Prey Sight, which is a 15-point upgrade. You can get pretty much anything in a, knight, in a Night Lord's army, and that lets you ignore the effects of Night Fighting, which is a pretty big deal, because a lot of scenarios uh, use the Night Fighting rules, so that's going to give you a big advantage early in the game as a uh, Night Lord's player. Uh, they, they are the night lords so yes they should fight at night very well so prey sight is a must i feel for any night lord i almost feel that prey sight should be on like should be like but you don't have a choice but to take it because they always have it <laughs> um and then we have our terminator cataphracty squad which is yep. fantastic. and they are because of pride of the legion they are taking a compulsory troop slot and gaining the line ability which is a huge deal mm-hmm. and then you uh and and, and you and a land raider spartan that is their dedicated transport, yeah. Yep. This and, is, yep. You know, all these guys are equipped with stuff that you can build out of the contents of that Ar- uh, Age of Darkness starter set, so there's enough chain light, there's enough lightning claws, combat fill, uh, combat chain fists, etc. to build these guys as they are, I think they're pretty thematic for the Night Lords, so... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and then just, yeah, you can just pick up some Night Lords, pauldrons, I think you get them through Forge World. Um, yeah, Forge World makes them. Yeah, optionally, that's that's purely optional. You can get decals, you can hand paint them, you don't do that. But if, if you don't want to buy anything but the Age of Darkness starter set, you could build this list just using that box set. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll probably go more for like more thematic. and um, I might not build this a list exactly because I, I like theme, I style over substance, but this is a great, this is a great, this is awesome. Like you can do a lot of, like you can do, for, for those of you putting together, um, Night Lords, or, or really any any army. This is a great starter. Uh, just the thing to work off of. Um, yeah. And of course, you note that we haven't forgot about, um, you haven't forgot about the Loyalist players. The next two installments of the series will focus on the filthy running dogs of the False Emperor. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, <laughs> excellent Korean war propaganda. And starting with the First Legions themselves, the Dark Angels! Yep, nice. probably be doing that sometime in the next week or two. Um, What's the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, please. Oh, I was going to ask you what the second one is going to be. You got Dark Angels, and what, do you have another one planned? Uh, to be determined, I think. Um, but maybe maybe White Scars? I don't know. I'm going to take a look at a few things, so no promises on that just yet. Maybe maybe uh, we could have people vote on it for in the Galaxy and Flames Facebook group. Yeah, we could do something like that coming if, up. If you but, want. Uh, like, I mean, if you don't, that's cool. I, I just, we'll, we'll, do like, we'll do some of that for sure for soon, but I'm not sure it's going to be for these first two, but we'll do it soon. Yeah, this is, um, and you can find this uh, list at the um, Galaxy in Flames blog, which is galaxy-in-flames.blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Well, actually, easier than that, just go to galaxyinflames.com and go look for it. Oh, it's got its own URL. I should know that. Yep, we have, I should know that. Galaxyinflames.com takes you to our main site, um, and but I'm going to link this the, uh, the Night Lord Starter blog uh, in the show notes for this episode as well. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll be in the show notes, but if you're just listening, you want to get to it right away. There you go. So, um, yeah, this is great, though. This is, 
actually. Yeah, it's been fun to do. It's kind of it's kind of fun trying to come up with a way to make the Legion thematic um, and you know true to its nature while using a fairly limited set of stuff uh, without spending too much money or getting weird, difficult to source for both parts. So I'm looking forward to the next one, which is going to be Dark Angels. Yep, Dark Angels. Yeah. All right, so and... we should probably kind of wrap it up. Cause yeah, I have to yeah. Run, unfortunately, but um, you want to take Let's a couple to... of quick mail calls. That's right. Let's get some screams from the warp, man. Like. Um... Screams from the Warp, is that what we're going to call it? I like that. You like that? I, I just kind of made it up on the spot. But if, I think Screams from the Warp. Let's do it. We can, like that's... Yeah. Someone like that. Let's workshop a little bit. I think you're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrieks from the Warp. There you go. Yeah. Oh. So let's see. I had I had two. One of which is about Dark Angels stuff. Alex Lewis asked what wings you use for various units in your Dark Angels army. I don't really feel qualified to answer this because I have a very small Dark Angels army that... Um, is really just for uh, Zone Mortalis so far. I haven't even played it yet, so I don't have a lot of. I don't. I just don't feel comfortable answering like speaking definitively like what 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 win choices are good for which squads, um, particularly when this one is not an obvious one. So maybe we'll come back to that in a few months. But uh, yeah, at this point, I just I don't I don't feel up to the task of answering that. One. Uh, how and about you? Did I, you have any questions? I, I was gonna say I'm I'm even less qualified to answer that that one. Yeah. So. Um, I, I defer to Simon's greater judgment, um, and uh, let's see. You're uh, you're cutting out. So uh, I, I cut out because I had to sneeze. I'm gonna leave this in here. Okay, okay. that's no super funny. Um, so one of the questions um, we got um, is uh, well, it, was, it wasn't really a question, but my friend Michael, he, he's an author, really awesome person. Um, said riot until unification wars rules, um, which I assume he means there should be like rules for unification wars. So pre pre Great Crusade, pre heresy, um, when the emperor is trying to unify Terra. And well, I would like to see that. I don't see Games Workshop committing anything, but you can make your own. See, I actually I don't want them to make that. I think that stuff's cooler if you leave it as a fan stuff. Like um, my buddy Chris Walton, who actually uh, recently has become a um, concept artist at Forge World. Mm -hmm. uh, one of his projects is he is kit bashing a uh, Unification era Thunder Warriors army out of Custodes and other stuff, and they are super cool. They are really cool, and I, I don't I think he's using heresy rules to play with them. Uh, but you know, that's the kind of I, I think it's better to leave that stuff open. And as as fan supplements, so you know, um, I agree. I want to see that stuff out there. I don't necessarily want to see Games Workshop produce it. I agree. It also stretched Games Workshop too thin. Like yeah. I think, I think like I could see like like fan and the most that it ever go is it being licensed out to somebody else to do. They'll never do that. Not They'll in a never years will they do that. Yeah. <laughs> But like fan stuff, like and if people like you, you probably see some stuff like Thunder Warrior stuff pop up. Yeah. On, um, Do it in like Inquisitor twenty eight, right? Like that's yeah, that's yeah. the place for that stuff. And that's where it's gonna have the that's where it's gonna be the most fun. And you can get the weirdest with it. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think it's better served not having an officially be not being officially supported. But I mean, it'd be super fun. Just think about it. it'd be like a mad. Oh like, yeah. You could even do probably with the file, the, the, the serial numbers filed off uh, a version of like techno barbaric society in the far Absolutely. future. And and that's the unification. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 I want to play that real bad. And like the only reason I'm not kit bashing on research is I have too many other things to do. But I'd love to play that. I really want to see people playing it. I just don't necessarily think Games Workshop needs to support it themselves. I, I will say if anybody listening, anyone at all who is thinking about doing something like this, you got to have a very unbalanced rule system in the sense that like 
where sure combat should be balanced etc but like where maybe there's something like random artifacts fi- found on the battlefield and then they if they can use them and they might even blow themselves up in the process yeah like, yeah dark age of technology shit absolutely and, and it's devastating like it's just like we'll go back to rogue trader like unification war stuff should be very rogue trader in scope yeah yeah and um, for sure yeah so um how about you uh next question okay i think i got one more question before i gotta wrap it up here and that's gonna be uh, Brian Fox asks, I maintain an Imperial Knights Army and a Custodes Army in for, army for 40k. What are a couple of must-have units for each to bring into 30k? Um, I don't feel qualified to talk about Custodes, uh, but I will say for Imperial Knights, the army is very easy, and the answer is uh, Knights and Armagers, because that's all you're allowed to take. Yeah. Literally all you can take is, uh, if, you're, if you're building a pure Knights Army uh, using the um, Library Mechanicum uh, rule set for them, for... Uh, Armagers are your troops' choices, and you can have one knight for every troop choice. So, uh, I think I kind of, I kind of uh, just like wrote up a, a quick and easy three thousand point knights list, and I think it's like three knights and eight or nine armagers, and that's about all you can take. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Could, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you 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 could take an allied detachment, I guess. Um, you know, to fill points if you wanted to have like two armor, two knights and some armagers, but basically. The only the, the only ones you can take are the various knights and the various armagers, uh, with the exception of the Moirax uh, armagers, which are only allowed in mechanic armies, actually. So uh, can't have those. But uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward, really. Uh, pick the knights and armagers you want, put them in your army, you've got it. No, that's no other troops allowed. That's pretty much it. it it's mostly relating to 40k, but I saw a good video where heresy uh, stuff is also mentioned by Arbiter Ian on knights in your games. So. I recommend that if you, for those of you like watching YouTube videos, check it out. Um, But yeah, I agree with what you're saying there. It's pretty cut and dry on that. So um, um, before we, before we go though, there is another question really quick. And why didn't my friend Andrew had to ask, why didn't they use Eagles to dunk Horus into a volcano? And to that, I say, um, what was that about the death Eagles? So, um, (laughs) I, I don't. I don't know, Andrew. It's the horse heresy is full of mystery. And <laughs> I really don't know. But yeah, that's 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 our screams or shrieks from the warp mail call. Yeah. Um, oh, this was really fun. I've really enjoyed. Yeah. This uh, this episode. Yeah, it's been a good time. You know, if you're out there listening and you want to uh, give some input on you know our Night Lords list, uh, if you have thoughts about stuff that's coming up, stuff you want to see in the game, we'd love to hear your thoughts about it. And uh, we always want to take questions, so uh, we'll be back uh, in September with episode four. Absolutely, and uh, we'll be putting a call out for you know uh, things to talk about in our mail call section. And we always love suggestions of what to talk about. Like we, we want you to be uh, enjoying this, so it helps that we're you know discussing things you want to discuss. Um, and also, are you are you all, like excited like me about new Joy Toy stuff? I, I, you know, I can't be the only one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and also by September, hopefully Legion Imperialis is out. No, I want it in October or November. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, fine I too. So I, many, I got so many tiny Englishmen to paint. So many pikes. So many pikes. So many pikes. Is that is that a fifteen mil scale? Twelve. 12 mil wow yeah like i, I, I for some reason i thought it was 15 mil no it's 12 uh it's warlords uh, epic scale and uh the i am painting everything uh in return for which i got half of it um so i am painting roughly oh 900 tiny parliamentarians so that's a and then i'll paint my own 900 
tiny uh, royalists. Nice. Did, did your did it come with like a um, a scaffolded uh, Charles the First or anything or? <laughs> no, Sadly, no. no I gotta no, bash no. that little headless but, uh, guy. That, yeah. We we are talking about the wrong civil war, so maybe we should we should wrap it up here. Oh, what's that? Civil oh, war. That's true. That is true. I didn't even make this. You can tell I'm tired. I'm like, oh yeah, they're both civil wars. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yes, Check we're gonna wrap. Your brain on me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So check out uh, galaxyandflames.com. And yeah, we'll see you next time.